painting to photography, from beadwork to woodworking. KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University presents Artbeat. Artbeat highlights the work and accomplishments of local artists from in and around Winona. Support for Artbeat is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Today on Artbeat, we talk to Kim Lawler, a scenic artist who has been hired to lead the restoration of 13 historic backdrops at the Masonic Theater here in Winona. Kim talks to us about the importance of restoring these drops and also the techniques and challenges associated with the restoration. I'm Bill Stoneberg with Kim Lawler on Artbeat. How are you doing today, Kim? Oh, just peachy king. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, For some of our listeners who might not know, can you kind of briefly explain what a drop is and what it's used for? Uh, Sure. It's uh, theater scenery. Uh, It's a big, giant piece of muslin that came down from the fly system like a big curtain. And it comes down and it's, it's painted with a scene. It's flat and it's just an old way to convey a scene that you're at and just disappear back up into the fly loft above. Okay, so kind of what you'd figure it is then, huh? Okay. Um, how did you get involved with the project here, rest- restoring these? Uh, I had been doing a number of drops for the uh, Minnesota Mason Historical Center. Um, uh, There was a lot of those drops in a short period of time. Uh, That project was mostly about stabilization more than anything else. Uh, not really any end painting, but, you know, getting, getting the pigment to, to uh, quit, you know, falling off uh, and getting them hung uh, for them. Uh, and so Winona had come up to visit and see the work there. Um, and then asked me to put in a bid for this here. At the time, I, I didn't quite know they were going, you know, how many number of drops or, or what. Oh. But that wasn't until later that I found that out. Okay. And there's about uh, what? There's 13 drops that were chosen out of what? 98. Uh, yeah, something to that effect. I, I was long after, you know, by the time that they had already um, auctioned off uh, the complement, uh, the, the remaining complement that they weren't going to use. Um, I knew that they were saving 10 drops, uh, but uh, they added three more uh, at the end of the bid. How, about how long would it take to restore all 13? They're all different. Uh, the truth is, I have never seen these backdrops. Not, yeah, this is, I have only seen tiny, tiny pictures of them. Okay. I haven't, I don't have any notes, nothing. So today, when, when I rolled these out uh, that you see before here, there's two drops down on the ground right now. Um, this is the first time I've seen them. And so I'm looking at them and, you know, like, okay, there's some water damage. Uh, you know, that's, uh, okay, this one's going to take about a week. Uh, so they're all different. They're all their own little world. Um, they all have their own problems, their own, yeah, their own issues. So surprises all along the way, huh? Surprises along the way, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Um, about how old are most of these drafts? Uh, uh, well, I think you, you heard this building was dedicated in 1908. Um, these were painted around, you know, 1910, 19, you know, uh, in that they would have ordered them. And just had them, Sussman and Landis was the company that made them, and they would have just had them all, literally ordered them and had them delivered. And they would have been painted in Chicago and delivered up to here. Okay, cool. What is the the main issue with the drops? Or, or I suppose you don't know because you don't know until you roll them out. I mean, there's generalizations. Uh, you know, 
you know that it's very likely that you're going to have a lot of dusting pigment. Uh, these are animal glue and pigment. Animal glue is the binder. Uh, it's old. It was never meant to last this long. Um, and uh, soot. There's going to be a lot of dirt on top of it. Uh, the uh, so you got to clean all that up. It's oily. It's you know you, you're going to have to. You can't wash it off because water makes this fall apart. So you got to dry sponge it off. Uh, with some soot sponges, and you got to rub it over and over and over and over again. You got to be very, very uh, thorough with it. So it's a lot of, quite frankly, it's a lot of dirty work. You yeah. mean, you know, till you get to the sparkle underneath. Right, right, and kind of painstaking. It sounds like. Oh, oh yeah, it's just yeah. What do what do most of it? What does most of it involve? Is it a lot of painting, or is it a lot of cleaning and kind of uh, fixing, restoring? Definitely more cleaning. Uh, absolutely more cleaning. It's all, any, any, any painter will tell you it's all about the prep work. The painting is no time okay. at all. It's no different here. Uh, it's all about uh, getting, getting that dirt off, obviously repairing any rips. Um, if uh, uh, netting, you'll see these have netting so you can see through them. Um, we're going to have to take that netting off, uh, clean the backs. And uh, we're going to apply new netting. And, uh, yeah, all, all of these things, um, there's cupping, uh, sagging. Uh, you need to square it all back up when you hang it. it there's, yeah, so all of that needs to be addressed. Okay. Will they be fully functional then when you're done, or is it more just to preserve them for historical purposes? Uh, so the best way to uh, preserve a backdrop is to hang it. Rolling it up is not, I mean, it just needs to hang up and out, right? Uh, so, um, so they will be functional. Um, now, I wouldn't recommend, uh, you know, a band shaking a beer around them. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, they're going to have to be handled delicately uh, and made sure that people understand what they are. But they, you can absolutely have a play in front of them. Cool. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, what are some of the biggest challenges you've encountered so far with these drops? <laughs> the biggest challenge so far hasn't been the drops. It's getting into the space. <laughs> there, have oh, been, there have been some delays, <laughs> as with any construction. I mean, that's just, that's just the way that is. Um, I was supposed to be done with this uh, December uh, but really couldn't even get into the space till after Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, so yeah. And even then we had like, well, we're going to have the stage isn't free until here. So yeah, it's been, uh, it, that, that's actually, you know, just waiting, waiting around. Um, the, you know, I, the hardest part, um, I guess the hardest part is, is, um, getting the assessment phase of, of, uh, and, and trying to figure out, you know, how am I going to treat this drop? Um, you know, the hardest actually is hands and knees, wipe on, wipe off of those soot sponges. Absolutely the hardest. So really, it's a physical activity. It's a very physical job. Yeah. It is absolutely very physical. Uh, when you are on your hands and knees, wiping a sponge over and over against something, day in and day out, uh, there's actually parts of your torso that you never thought you had before. <laughs> it is incredible. I, I mean, it's just like, oh my goodness, why there's something deep inside me cramping or I'm having a heart attack. I don't know which. But yeah, I'm, I'm getting old. This is... <laughs> 
How, how did you actually get into this kind of work? Uh, actually, so I've been a scenic artist, you know. When I, I was 17 years old, I came into high school and I saw somebody paint a backdrop, and I'm like, I want to do that for the rest of my life. Oh, my God, that's cool. Um, uh, unfortunately, it's a dying business. Uh, but, uh, well, you know, nobody, it's all video and lighting and everything. Um, the, uh, um, but uh, I have also, uh, aside from... Uh, working uh, jobs like for Sesame Street Live where you're repairing drops coming off of tours all the time uh, certainly painting backdrops uh, even painting backdrops with pigment I learned to paint with pigment and animal glue uh, not many people have learned you know Lance Brockman took took his classes in scenery he used to paint he's the be all and end all of, uh, of, uh, of this type of painting and um, you know he I learned in his class how to do this. Uh, and, uh, and then uh, as far as restoration, uh, largely uh, that has been in uh, wall restoration. So I'm very familiar with distemper paint, uh, animal glue and pigment, distemper paint. Um, I'm very familiar with that, uh, murals and things, uh, substrata on walls and fixing and, and getting paint to stick back on with that. So I've, I've done that work, uh, like trying to, you know, get a decorative piece on somebody's home that's falling apart, you know, getting that back in and restoring that. Uh, uh, plenty of that kind of stuff. Um, and, and then, yeah, when this sort of thing sort of fell into my lap and I'm like oh yeah I can totally do that I mean like I just I had all this information from all these of my career you know over you know 35 years and yeah I like wow I I really know how to do this um so you know I heard some eyed backdrops later you know here I am um Gosh, it's more than that. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, what do you find most rewarding about restoring these? Oh, absolutely. Uh, at the end, when you see them hanging all together and they get the lighting on them, oh my God, they're, they're like it's just to see see the difference, to know how dirty they were and how destroyed they were, and to see them hung up again. Uh, yeah, y'all are gonna be. You're gonna love these things. Do you take before and after pictures then for yourself just to see it? Uh, certainly. Obviously, with these, these were already put away, so I couldn't take uh, before pictures and hanging. Uh, and for uh, record record purposes, I I photograph absolutely every foot of this thing. Wow. Uh, so that those are all uh, archived, uh, you know, what I did, why I did it, you know, some of the um, reasoning behind uh, what was done at what time, so that in the future, uh, other restorers, because there's always, you know, uh, there's a lot about restoration that, of course, is, is set in stone, but there's an awful lot that isn't. People are discovering new things all the time, uh, different ways of handling things. Times change. Uh, societies, what societies value, what they want to keep, what they want to throw away changes. You know, all of that is a sliding scale. Um, anytime you're restoring something, um, it's it's uh, a combination of um, you know what the thing was in the past, what it is now, uh, what is the intent of keeping it, uh, how much uh, you know how much uh, sentimental value, what part of that is sentiment, and what part of how much does sentiment have to do with 
what you want to see before you. It's kind of like taking all the paint off of the Parthenon because you think it ought to be white marble. We would never do that. But, of course, back in the day when they first discovered all this, they're like, no, it's white marble. Get all that gaudy colored paint off of it. Well, now we know it was very, very colorful. So, so yeah, and all of that comes together. You work with the client. Uh, ultimately, it is what the client wants. Um, uh, you know, obviously, you don't want to do something that uh, will destroy it or whatever. Uh, but um, the client, you know, this client wants to use them. Um, they want to see a certain amount of the, the water damage restored, uh, you know, to fill that back in. Um, I'm not going to paint everything over. We know we have old drops. If you want it to look brand new, I tell you what, I'll paint you a brand new one. But nobody wants to see my painting. You want to see Sossman and Landis. You want to see what they used to do because this doesn't exist anymore. Y'all have a treasure here in Winona. So I'm not going to cover that up. Uh, uh, I'm gonna, we're going to keep in places where the, it really interrupts the aesthetic, where it really interrupts the eye, the enjoying of it. We're going to repair that. Uh, but like we're looking down at a drop right now, and we have some little dips and dives, these little pieces of almost little squiggly lines of paint that's fallen off and everything. It's a little white. For one thing, when you get 50 feet away from this, you're not going to be looking at those. And even if you did, guess what? They're 100-year-old drops. We don't. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Got a little age here. We all got some bumps and bruises, baby. A couple of wrinkles. You know, we made it this far. Right. So it's really about restoring magic then, isn't it? Yeah. It gets back to that, to that uh, you, you, want, you, you want to see what, what you used to see. What, what, you know, we're looking at Hades right now. Uh, the uh, the result of life's bad choices <laughs> and, uh, was the moral behind this uh, set. Uh, the, uh, I'm sorry, the the, the uh, um, uh, yeah the the moral behind the play, the degree work with this. Uh, so uh, choose wisely in life, uh, and you won't come to this. Uh, and so the intent is to to have that wow factor, that scene, that sparkle back again. Uh, you know, some of the sparkles been covered up, and uh, it's been it's been dropping off. We're going to add those. Very cool. If someone, if people want to see uh, more of your work, things you've done in the past, uh, is there a way they can do that? Uh, sure. Uh, if you want to more see more uh, uh, scenic restoration, uh, obviously near you is uh, you know please go up to the the Bloomington Masonic Center. Not only do they have a museum, uh, they that uh, they pretty much got all of, you know, all things old and Mason went there and is in storage. It is a wonderful place. Uh, so the murals that are up in there, I painted. Uh, if you want to go to Mill City Museum, I painted the big Bisquick boxes and the, uh, and the uh, ode to corn uh, in the uh, 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 in that museum. Uh, so a lot of my stuff is scenery, so naturally it's gone. <laughs> gone by the wayside. <laughs> Uh, and a lot of times I forget what I've painted. I, I think there's still a, a, a display down in the basement of the Landmark Center on uh, some of the gangster activity there that is that I did for a company and uh, yeah and I and um, 
Oh, boy. Sometimes they do wild things like um, for the Super Bowl uh, in the uh, New Era hat display. In the Super Bowl experience, I made these these ice cubes that hats were supposed to be suspended in. Only they can't be because they're $5,000 hats, $5,000 baseball hats that have to come in and out every night. So we had to make it where it, was, it wasn't really a cube. Uh, but those turned out pretty cool. So yeah, it's a, it's it's a lot of different things all over the place. But cool. master, uh, what is it? A jack of all trades, master and none. You know, sure, but sure. well, every, you know, it looks uh, the one you did restore already. It looks fantastic. It's amazing what a, what a paint job will do. Uh, <laughs> cool. I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of these restored. Please, you know, come and see this when it's done. Um, this this. Uh, this center, uh, this community center that you're going to have at the end of this is going to be a wonderful gem uh, in this city. I mean, I, I'm amazingly impressed by this city every time I visit it. And uh, this is, yeah, you know, please come down and see this, experience this, uh, you know, support the arts in Winona. Y'all, y'all have a lot of, of uh, treasure down here. You know, cool. you know, don't don't think it's all in New York and L.A. because it ain't. Everybody in New York from L.A. is from the Midwest. You got it here. <laughs> right. Enjoy it. Right. Sounds, sounds good. Well, I'm here with Kim Lawler, and she's restoring uh, a bunch of drops down at the Masonic Temple. And thanks so much for being with us today. All right. Thank you. Thanks again to Kim Lawler for joining us today on Artbeat. For more information, go to Friends of the Masonic, Winona, Minnesota, on Facebook. I'm Bill Stoneberg with Kim Lawler, and you've been listening to Artbeat. Artbeat is written and produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us on the web at kqal.org.